0: I'm Chris Hewitt and welcome to the latest in our series of special podcasts. This one is dedicated to Empire's 100 greatest movies of all time list the 2017 vintage uh, which is out now in the new issue of Empire on sale in all good and evil news agents priced just what was the price Johnny? 470 470 4 pounds 70 to read an amazing feature on the 100 credits movies as voted for by you, the Empire Readers slash listeners. Uh, and it's an incredible list. And also in there, we have a whole bunch of lists from amazing directors, people like Edgar Wright and Ava DuVernay and Rupert Wyatt and Scott Derrickson and Lona Scherfig and Chris McQuarrie and James Mangold. All sorts of amazing people have contributed their lists. Matthew Fawn's in there as well. It's extraordinary stuff. Uh, but we're going to be here over the next hour or so Talking about the list itself, the top 100 films as voted for by you, and joining me to do so, you've already heard one of them, he's Empire's Deputy Editor, Johnny
1: Pyle. Hello Chris, mate. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, mate. You happy with the list, Johnny? Um, you can never be entirely happy, can you? No, you with can't a, be. With the 100 list, but uh, yeah, there's some good stuff on there. I think it's a really good list, a really solid list this year, uh, and 100. Exactly, hundred, yeah. Not five hundred, not three hundred and one, which we've done in the past. One hundred. One hundred exactly, and uh, yeah, we've counted them a number of times, and it <laughs> does appear that a hundred is the number we've uh, we've come to, and there are a hundred films there. hundred is a magic number,
0: and uh, also here to talk about the list is the man who I watched him actually collate your votes. It took him ages. He drove him baldy. It's James Dyer. I did. In fact, you have no
2: real way of knowing whether or not this you is the were actual it list. Up. <laughs> I could have put anything down there. No, you would put Farscape in there, even though it's not a film. Yeah, well, Nuns it, on the Run would have made the cut
0: if I'd actually yeah. had complete carte blanche. So, yeah, this yeah. is true. This is true. Democracy but, uh, is alive. It's a fine list. So, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the list in general, just about how we feel that lists have changed, and how people's tastes maybe have changed over the last few years. And uh, then we're going to go into the list. Not film by film, because we don't have that kind of time, but we are going to break it down into groups of 20, talk about those, and then we'll hopefully talk a little bit more in detail about the top 10 or so. Uh, So the list in general, um, it is in the new issue of Empire. If you want to see it, 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 it begins with Stand By Me, Rob Reiner's movie. It ends, spoiler alert, with The Godfather at number one for the second time. First time since 2008. That's right. Now, I find that interesting. I find it interesting that the the number one film of all time, voted for by the Empire readers, seems to change every single time. It was The Godfather in two thousand and eight. Then uh, it was, if I'm right in thinking, it was The Shawshank Redemption, uh, and then it was Empire Strikes Back. And we've was it, was Fellowship ever up at number one? I can't no. quite remember. But you know, it, it does seem the ownership of the the
1: title seems to change hands. Well, you go back to 95 and Pulp Fiction was number yeah. one. Wow. I and mean, that's something that is very zeitgeisty at the time. Absolutely. I mean, and that's one thing about that very first 95 list, which is very different to this list now, mm. which is that, yeah, Pulp Fiction, a year old, was suddenly number one. We've got no film that is a year old or even close to that in the top ten. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that is very interesting. I mean, the, the idea that... Uh, you know, I, I, you often see a lot of these uh, these lists, and people will vote for things that they've just seen. So you get you get that a lot. You'll get a like. I think with the last list we did, the 301 Greatest Movies of All Time, which was in 2014, there were a lot of movies on there that I think had just come out. Right. But I I think looking back in the cold light of day, you might be a little bit annoyed that they were on the list. Uh, things like Man of Steel and Transformers, things, movies like that that you know aren't necessarily even. Objectively good films. So it's kind of interesting that they were okay. on. They were, they were they were high up the list. I mean they were like 295 or whatever. But you know, it's still interesting that you have that, that people go and see a film, it's on their mind and they vote about it. I'm fascinated that Godfather is number one and there's nothing really that new on here. Some of the new entries are Guardians of the Galaxy and La La Land and Whiplash. Damien Chazelle's had a cracking list. But there doesn't seem to be that much from the last couple of years that as that has Pierce people's consciousness. Uh, what, what's your take on that? Godfather doesn't
2: surprise me because Godfather, I think, has been the most consistent achiever in our polls. So, obviously, number one this time. It was number two last time. It was number one the time before that. Uh-huh. Uh, the time that Shawshank came, number one, I don't remember where Godfather placed. But you can bet your life it was in the was top, top 10. ten. It was absolutely so, top ten. So, you know, I think things rise and fall. I'm always quite surprised by the fact that uh, knowing the readership as I do, that... Intimately. Yes, intimately. That while Empire Strikes Back didn't win last time, that Star Wars isn't, you know, always dominating this list. Because that is what traditionally our readers bang on about more than anything else. So it's quite it's quite interesting to
0: see the variety to it. Do you know what I mean? Well, let me ask you this. Do you think people vote for The Godfather because they genuinely... And I'm just using The Godfather no, no. as an example, okay? Do you think they vote for The Godfather and other movies of that ilk because they genuinely feel that these are the greatest movies ever made or because they feel that they should be seen to be voting... Movies like The Godfather.
2: Well, that is the question.
0: This is kind of twofold, isn't it? People
2: partly vote what they want people to think of their favorite films, as opposed to what are their actual favorite films. But then, even there, <laughs> there is a distinction between the greatest, the greatest films and yeah greatest and favourite so if yeah. I were to vote for my favourite films it would be Commando Nuns on the Run you know it's. About, <laughs> I mean it's by no by no means the greatest film yeah. ever made but
0: things that mean something to me I think um, I'm the only person in this room whose favourite film of all time is actually also objectively the greatest film of all time which is Evil Dead 2 uh incorrectly it is in fact Aliens and I hold that <laughs> particular title Johnny what's your favourite film of all time well, what's, what's your
1: I mean it it changes we had to so we did seven favourite films last year and we've done we've just done our top fives again yeah. um for this but um the one that always stays there number 1 is uh, back to the future always back stays to the
0: future. always stays perfect film perfect film apart from the fact that their legs don't catch
1: fire which i noticed last night i was just thinking about this <laughs> i mean there are there are a number of problems with that film but in, in but there are a number of problems with every single film like, i just not with, not with Evil Dead two mate I fail to believe that he would have um, fallen for that. Uh, I'm Darth Vader from Vulcan trip. I, I, I just don't think it would happen.
0: I don't know. Put yourself in the in the shoes of a, a naive, shy, nervous young man from 1950s, and this thing turns up in your bedroom with this noise that you've never heard before. You'd absolutely brick your pants. Of course you would. I'd buy that for a dollar maybe. But but I just it's it's an it's an interesting. List and it's an interesting. Uh, you know, I don't think there's anything on here that uh, is is uh, sending people into an apoplectic rage. The reaction seems to be very very good on Twitter so far. Um, mm. I had one Twitter follower today lamenting the fact that Edgar Wright's Hot Fuzz is one place above Rear Window. Uh, well, get this, mate, it's two places above Seven Samurai as well. Uh, <laughs> but I think this is. I think this is indicative of people's changing tastes, and also the fact that Hot Fuzz is something that is. Very fresh, very modern. Even though it's ten years old, oh my god, it's ten years old. Mm. And it's always on ITV too. Whereas I don't think Rear Window is. No, it's ITV4. It's on ITV four every, oh. along with the uh, the cricket, every every the uh, the Premier League cricket every every now and again. Uh, you know it's, you know, what do you what do you make of that? Do you think people's it's, tastes it's, are changing? Do you think the way we
2: we consume films is changing? I think it's what's on people's minds, isn't it? I mean, you're you had ten slots to vote for so you can only pick ten films and you are going to pick okay. first of all films that come to your mind you know what I mean you're not I don't imagine how many people are sort of trawling through the IMDB to make sure
0: that they've thought of every single possible entry mm. you know and if they
2: haven't seen Rear Window recently it's probably not on their ten list
0: also do you, do you vote when you're doing something like this You know, do you think about because you know, how it works is uh, if I'm right in thinking, that we give numbers. So if you vote for something number one, it gets 10 points. If you vote for something number 10, it gets one point. Yeah, that is exactly how I work. There we go. Pulling back the curtain completely. There we go. That's how it works. So if you're putting a list together like this, say, for example, there's a film I absolutely love. Say I wanted to put, uh, (laughs) say I wanted to put Happy Gilmore on the list. I wouldn't. Because I know that no one else would vote for Happy Gilmore and therefore it would be completely wasted fold, vote. So maybe that's why you vote for The Godfathers and The Godfather 2s of this world. Even, they're great films. I'm not saying they're not great films and I'm not saying they don't deserve to be in a list. But I'm saying maybe that's why people vote for them en masse. But it is also, I mean, just the mathematics of it. So if...
2: You're putting a film consistently sort of ones and twos. If it's very high up on everyone's list, it's obviously the magnitude of points it scores become untouchable after a while. So you get some films which will have appeared on maybe more lists, but they were always down the bottom of the list. Mm, so like, they like just what? don't get the traction. Well, Force Awakens, which isn't on this list, was voted for by a great number of people, but it was always position
1: nine or 10. It's not so on the list. It's not on the list. That's really interesting uh, as well. Like, because we wondered where it was. We was mm. And now, well, now, now you've told us. But we were like, we really genuinely thought Force Awakens would be there. But interestingly, that Force Awakens got me. fewer votes
2: than Rogue One, which actually got more. Um, well, presumably wow. because it's more in people's minds because it's more recent. It because people have that shorter memory. Uh, but that did actually get more points, but again, not enough. But also, Ro- Rogue One is triumphant. It is, as you say, triumphant. I know
0: that because it says on the DVD <laughs> box, but only on the US release. That's fascinating, though. Does, do you think that means that uh, for all the box office? Uh, and for all the hullabaloo about the Force Awakens, said maybe the bloom has come off the rose a little bit since it came out. I don't or- think so. I think I think it's still. I mean, look, the prequels or is- got
2: voted for as well. Do you know what I mean? There's no accounting for taste. <laughs> so, uh, no, I don't. I don't think the bloom has come off the rose. I think there was that that instant sort of surge of excitement because it was the return of Star Wars. So I mm-hmm. think you know that would have covered up an a great many sins I think uh, I think the film is still very good and I think people still have a great deal of affection for it but I think mm. if you do have a great deal of affection for The Force Awakens you are likely to have more affection for episodes 4, 5 and 6 mm. uh, and the voting kind of bore that out because those ones were regularly in people's top fives
0: That's genuinely surprised me I mean I, I, I know the list I looked at the list I've, I've talked about you guys, the list with you guys in the office but for some reason the fact that The Force Awakens isn't on there didn't mm. occur to me of course the answer to all your oh my god where is that film uh, Rages is, is it's at 101. It came in at 101. Whatever film you think should be on the list just missed out by one photo. It was so, so, so sad. Here's an interesting one the biggest film of all time. I know. Avatar that was a,
2: a notable omission as well. Didn't get many votes, if I'm honest with you. I found the lack of voting for Avatar quite surprising. I find the like lack of voting for Avatar. Disturbing. Mm. Um but then it, it kind of speaks to the same issue that Titanic often has in that it does tons of money at the box office and then there seems to be some retrospective, you know, almost visceral backlash to it where people pretend they didn't love it as much as they clearly did love it when they saw it five times in the cinema.
1: Mm. But um, Titanic is there. Titanic is there, yes. Where is it? It's 97. 97. I mean, it's it's just there, but it is there. We'll get Mm. to that in a second.
0: I think it's a really strong list. It's a really interesting uh, combination of critically acclaimed classic films, uh, blockbusters, um, movies that have really grabbed people by the throat over the last few years. Uh, Maybe could be a few more foreign language movies, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I think it's a good, solid list. Right, should we, should we count it down as best we can? Right, well, we'll go and do blocks of 20. We'll talk about them generally, and then we'll we'll get to the, the nitty-gritty of it as we go on. So it starts, number 100, Stand By Me, 99, Raging Bull, 98, Amelie, that's an interesting one, 97, Titanic, 96, Good Hunting, it's a 1997 double whammy. 95, Arrival. New entry. New entry. Arrival. <laughs> uh, 94, Lost in Translation. 93, The Princess Bride. 92, The Terminator. 91, The Prestige. That's an entry. Oh, I didn't think that would be on the list. Uh, 90, No Country for Old Men. 89, Shaun of the Dead. 88, The Exorcist. 87, uh, Dominion. Prequel to The Exorcist. No, I'm kidding. 87, Predator. Uh, 86, Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. 85, Leon. 84, Rocky. 83, True Romance. 82, Some Like It Hot. 81, The Social Network. That's pretty much my entire DVD collection, <laughs> weirdly <laughs>
2: enough. We Why are you surprised up? by the inclusion of The Prestige, which is, isn't it generally regarded as the best Nolan
0: film? I think it's probably his best film, but I mm. didn't think anyone else thought that. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, I, you know, I loved that film. It was my number one uh, movie of the year it came out, in 2006. Uh, I haven't revisited it very often, in fairness, but... I don't know, I just thought people would... I'm, I'm sure we'll get more Nolans on the list. Uh, Colleen might be on there as well, you never know. Uh, but I'm just a little bit intrigued that for many people, I think that's one of the, the lesser Nolans, that's one of the ones that slip through the cracks. It's not quite insomnia, but it's...
1: it's yeah, I mean, it. I think when you say lesser Nolan, I think, I don't think it is a lesser Nolan, but I think it's a lesser known Nolan. Like he... You have to name Nolan films, mm. people would mention the Batmans, they would mention Inception and Interstellar, but I think... It's, if you just go to my friends who aren't like yeah on the mag or whatever, they're just normal people. Then I don't know that they would necessarily be able to mention that one.
0: It's the only one I think since Batman Begins that hasn't felt like an event. It hasn't felt like he's trying to, you know, both bust those blocks and go for Oscar at the same time. You know, it's not a movie of the size or the the, the scale of the Batman trilogy or you know, Inception or Interstellar, it's a smaller movie. I mean, yeah. it was very big, wacky movie stars in it, but I don't know. its uh, I'm really glad to see it on the list, uh, but weirdly enough, I'm not sure if I would put it in, <laughs> put it in my top 100, but it's certainly an interesting one. Uh, Predator on there, you must be happy, Jimbo? Well, I'm not happy, because you should be in the top 10. <laughs> uh, but I'm pleased to
2: see it there, nonetheless. Arrival is an interesting arrival, if you will, uh, in that it's obviously quite a recent one. I mean, yes, it's in people's <laughs> minds, but I do wonder whether that speaks to you know just how uh, how good a film that is. Although although spoiler Sicario doesn't mm-hmm. appear, which in my to my mind is certainly the better film of his, but
0: a lesser um, scene
2: film, a lesser scene film. So perhaps that's where it comes down to. Interestingly, also in the block we've just looked at, the Terminator at number ninety two, which we won't encounter Terminator two spoiler until we get to <laughs> twenty five, which is a significant difference. And I've always maintained that Terminator two is superior to the original, but that's quite a polarizing view. So.
1: Do we know which director has the most entries on the list? No, I had meant to work that out, but then couldn't be bothered. <laughs> we'll do it as we go through.
0: All right. It'll be Tarantino Scorsese or Cameron, I'm guessing. Maybe Nolan, who knows? Uh, maybe Edgar Wright? Who knows? All right, okay. No Spielberg? He's, he's had his shot, hasn't he? Uh, you know... It's probably Spielberg, isn't it? it? It's probably Spielberg. All right, let's go to the next 20, next batch of 20. Number 80, Spirited Away. Ooh, interesting choice. Bit of Miyazaki. Uh, 79, Captain America, Civil War. What's that doing so low on the list? Furious. He's thankful it's on the list. Yeah. <sighs> Unbelievable. 78, Old Boy. 77, Toy Story. There's a double bill. Uh, 76, <laughs> A Clockwork Orange. There's a triple bill. 75, Fargo. 74, Mulholland Doctor. Oh, sorry, Mulholland Drive. Stupid way they present that, the poster. 73, Seven Samurai. 72, Rear Window. 71, Officially Better Than Rear Window, is Hot Fuzz of ITV2 fame. Uh, It's number 70, The Lion King. 69, Singing in the Rain. 68, Ghostbusters. The original version, not the Paul Feig version. Brackets 1984. Brackets 1984. 67, Memento. 67, Memento. 67, Memento. There's a... Joke there. 66, uh, Star Wars Episode six, uh Return of the Jedi. 65, Avengers, the superhero one, not the dreadful one. Uh, 64, La Confidentiale. 63, Donnie Darko. 62, new entry, It's
1: La La Land. Mm. And 61, Forrest Gump. I think the interesting thing about your memento joke was it was actually a Groundhog Day joke. <laughs> yeah, I, <know. laughs> I should have done it backwards, should not I? Oh, well. What do we, how do we feel about La La Land
0: being on the list? This year's La La Land. I think it's very interesting that it's next to Forrest Gump because I think both those films are going to have similar places in people's hearts and heads over the next few mm. years in that they'll go, did I really like that film? I love La La Land. I think it's fantastic and I love the soundtrack. I think we all love the Forrest Gump soundtrack but the film itself has faded into memory. So I'm, I'm actually as intrigued by Forrest Gump still being on the list because I don't know Anybody who likes that film, James likes that film. I like that I'm film. I'm sticking my hand up. Johnny likes that film. I'm outnumbered. Really, you, when was the last time you you, you revisited? it is this something that that, that lives on? The thing for you? you have to understand, Chris, is that stupid is as
2: stupid does. <laughs> and uh, no, I think it's lovely. I think it's a really sweet film. I think there is no situation in which it's better than Shawshank Redemption. But uh, but no, I,
0: I like Forrest Gump. Yeah. Okay, La La I yeah, I think it's great. A lot of people loved it. Big big hit. Uh, won most of the Oscars, and yeah, I, maybe you could be a little bit more surprised it's not higher up the list. Yeah, well, it's not one of the 100 greatest films ever made, let's be
2: honest, but mm. uh, it's certainly one of... It's the second best film that I watched last year, even though it came out this year, just to make a really weird point. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's lovely. I do think it's, as you say one that might fade from memory a little bit over time, but um, we'll see.
1: I think the the two interesting films in this ten are possibly the Disney and the Pixar because they are not the best Disney and Pixar films, but are they the are they the only ones? Yeah, I mean, yes, Toy I'm Story isn't it, even yeah. the best Toy Story film.
2: That's <laughs> a very good point. Um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I agree with you on both on both points. Although I I do love the Lion King. I do love the Lion King. It is it is probably my favourite
0: of the the Disney traditional animations. That is very very true. I mean, uh, yeah, where the hell is Up? Yeah. Where the hell is Wally? Where, uh, well, yeah. Up for me is Pixar's true masterpiece. Yeah, I agree. Not Toy Story. Ratatouille.
1: Ratatouille's Ratatouille is very good as well. Yeah,
0: get out of town? Yeah, get know. out of town.
1: I know, I know. Um, but maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe that's that's why it's not there. People don't like it as much as I love it. Maybe it was a
0: hundred greatest animated movies of all time. It'd be it'd be higher up the list. You never know. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Lion King ahead of Jungle Book, and ahead of all those other great animated movies. Uh, <laughs> I'm on board with
2: that. Frozen is not yes. on the list. Uh, and, and we can all thank our lucky stars that, that is true. <laughs> uh, Frozen is catchy and Frozen has good songs and Frozen has a good message, but it is not, you know, a masterpiece.
0: But Frozen has had the, probably the biggest cultural footprint of yeah. any animated movie that I can remember. I mean, it's, it's everywhere. It's still everywhere. Um, but do you think people have just let it go? Go! Oh, there we go. Really, we're
2: just working up to that. There we go. I think it's mainly down to the fact that kids would probably vote it, but kids uh, probably didn't vote widely in this particular vote. And adults, anyone with children, is so utterly sick to death of it that they probably didn't want to vote for it either.
0: Okay, so, so this is an election in which the young people did not vote, Yes, is that's what you're right. saying? Yeah, they didn't galvanise. Okay. They weren't out. The calcified electorate <laughs> have, have returned this verdict. All right, here we go, the next batch of 20. Number 60. American Beauty, number fifty nine. E.T. the Extraterrestrial, uh, number fifty eight. Inglorious Bastards, uh, number fifty seven. Whiplash, new entry. Uh, number fifty six. Reservoir Dogs. So two QTs there. Uh, number fifty five. Pan's Labyrinth, uh, excellent choice. Fifty four. Vertigo, uh, which is officially worse than fifty three. Psycho. Uh, number fifty two. Once Upon Time in the West. Not once upon a time in the Midlands. Uh, number 51, It's a Wonderful Life. So we're getting a whole smattering of older films now. Number 51, It's a Wonderful Life. Number 50, Lawrence of Arabia, Number 49, Train Spotting, Number 48. I'm surprised it's actually so low down. The Silence of the Lambs. 47. New entry. It's Interstellar. Uh, 46, Citizen Kane, 45, Drive. Mm. Interesting. 44, Gladiator. 43, One Flew Over the Cookies Nest. 42, There Will Be Blood. And 41, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. 41, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. 41. Oh, stop. Anyway, yes.
2: Pan's Labyrinth, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the second of only two foreign language films on this list? Am I right in saying? if I missed something out?
0: Seven Samurai. Oh, Seven Samurai. Yes, of course. Spirited Away. We technically Emily. count in Spirited Away. I like the dub version
1: with Michael <laughs> Chicklis. I'll be honest this with you.
0: Uh, Amelie. Amelie? Yeah. And then. Amelie Seven Samurai. Pan Pan's Labyrinth. Labyrinth. So Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, moments
1: of the Lord of the Rings films. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, congratulations then to Guillermo del Toro. You were officially the, the director of the greatest uh, foreign language film of all time. Uh, love Pan's Labyrinth. And. We have been big supporters of it ever mm. since it came out uh, 11 years ago. Although, <laughs> oh no
2: no foreign language within the top 50. That's a hard Brexit right there.
0: That is a hard Brexit. Um, I'm not judging the Empire readership at all. But, uh, yeah, that's intriguing. Uh, other, there's a whole bunch of QTs. There's a whole bunch of Hitchcocks in this, in this little batch as well.
2: Mm. And also, in many ways, often cited as the greatest film of all time, at 46, Citizen Kane. Which is, uh, I mean, I'm not surprised it's that low down given our readership. Because, I mean, why it's an undeniably great film, which listens to the podcast will know, I have now seen. Um, I don't think it's in people's, you know, top five. Certainly, looking through the votes, it was rarely in the top five. And I think where it was in the top five, they were among other films that spoke to either uh, a very sort of mm. uh, <coughs> cinephile type person or someone who really wanted their list to seem worthy. <laughs> Citizen
1: Kane is a film that you uh, respect and admire, but yeah. it's not a film that you are emotionally attached to, I don't think.
0: I think so. Again, it comes down to the the, uh, the debate between greatest and favourite, doesn't it? Mm. If you're putting together greatest list, then probably you would consider putting it on there. favourite. I don't know how many people put on... And, you know, people are going to be hissing and booing at the uh, at the uh, podcast listening device in a second, but I don't know how many people put on Citizen Kane for shits and giggles over the weekend. <laughs> I don't think how many people go, Oh, it's Friday night. I'm going to hit some of that hot Citizen Kane action. Uh, you know, I don't mm. think that's quite... But then the criteria for greatest film has surely moved on at this
2: stage. What are we? What, what makes a great film? What These days, it if greatest? it's in focus, you're doing well. <laughs> well, I mean, is it is it cultural impact? Is it technical achievement? You know, what actually is it? Because otherwise, something like uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is arguably one of the greatest technical achievements. The new Jungle Book is one of the greatest technical achievements. Does that make it a great film, an influential film?
0: No. No. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, sorry, shoot no, I think I think great film is uh is fantastic filmmaking, not necessarily envelope pushing, but certainly Citizen Kane has that. Uh indelible filmmaking, filmmaking that has something to say that that lodges it in your brain and maybe makes a cultural impact as well. That would be what I would define as a great film. William Interstellar. St- what do we think? Interstellar at
2: number forty seven, which I mean, we
1: gave five stars to. You gave five stars to me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um I mean, no. <laughs> but yeah, there there aren't many
0: films on this list that I, you know, would quibble with beyond the list. Forrest Gump is one, um, and yeah, Interstellar is certainly one. Drive is another one. I've never been uh, part of the, the the cult of Drive. I've never been a devotee a, a devotee of it. Uh, it, I, it. It got better in retrospect when they made Only God Forgives. Which is just <laughs> so awful, um, but I still, I still didn't love it at the
2: time. I am with you actually. I mean, I like the soundtrack mainly because we listen to it every day for about six months. Much <laughs> like
0: La La Land, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but no, the film. I mean, it was fine.
2: was yeah. it one of the greatest films ever. No. A couple
0: of you know, yeah. good things came out of it. Yeah, you're right. The soundtrack. Number two, the leather jacket. Everyone loved that. That's good fun. And three, it set uh, Ryan Gosling on the sort of. Not comeback trail, but it set him on the, the path, I think, today to uh, to being what he is. Not to be
2: pedantic, but was it a leather jacket? I don't know what the fuck and it was. I'm pretty certain it was a kind of velveteen bomber jacket or something. All right. Who died and made you, Hugo Boss? Just Honestly. saying.
0: Uh, all right. So, all right. Here we go. Next batch of 20. Number 40, 12 Angry Men. Uh, number 39, Saving Private Ryan. Number 38, New Injury. It's Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, number 37, The Thing. And number 36, The Departed. Number 35, The Shining, which is at the highest entry in this... Where the hell is Evil Dead 2? What? <laughs> Not even the best Evil Dead. Let's move on. Don't, oh, you're an idiot. Uh, 34. Seriously. Not. where is Evil Dead 2? 34, Guardians of the Galaxy. New entry. Um, and is that the highest new entry? That's the highest new entry. Guardians of the Galaxy. Interesting. 33, Schindler's List. 32, The Usual Suspects. 31, Taxi Driver. 37. Number 30 is the film 7. Number 29 is The Big Lebowski. Number 28, Casablanca. Number 27, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Number 26, Heat. 25, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. 24, The Matrix. 23, Lord of the Rings of Two Towers uh, which is the lowest placing Lord of the Rings movie number 22 Apocalypse Now which is the lowest placing Apocalypse movie and number 21 2001 A Space Odyssey
2: it's a hell of a block this the
0: fuck is Evil Dead 2 I want names <laughs> I want a list of names of people uh, who did not follow for this movie it
2: was, uh, it was at 102 101 of course being Army of Darkness which is better I'm um, seriously saying The Shining is <laughs> the greatest horror film of all time and um, it's not even scary well, anyway, I'm saying this block is pure Empire Heartland. I absolutely love this block. I could spend many, many days watching everything in this bit. It's so exciting. Terminator 2, The Matrix, The Two Towers, The Bad and the Ugly, Heat. Heat. Uh, yeah.
0: this, oh, so good. Seven, this is possibly, driver. This is probably, uh, in terms of running time as well, the longest block. <laughs> if you sat down to watch these 20 films, you'd, you'd yeah. take a week, easily. And Good to see
2: Mad Max Fury Road up there, I'm quite, uh, I'm quite pleased with that.
0: Yeah, so these, it's probably the two highest new entries in the list are Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a film, as, as regular listeners of the podcast will know, I love. Uh, and I'm intrigued that it's on there, because uh, as you will also know, I think it's the best Star Wars film since Return of the Jedi. So I think it's intriguing that it's on there ahead of actual Star Wars films. Um, and then you have uh, The Thing which is one of the greatest horror movies ever made. And brackets, the, shining, the Shining is very, very good.
2: Brackets, 1982.
0: Brackets, 1982. <laughs> we should technically probably have put it as John Carpenter's The Thing, yeah. uh, as opposed to The, the Thing, the, the other prequel, and The Thing from Another World, the uh, Christian Livy uh, film. Uh, but yeah, I, I love The Thing. I absolutely adore it. The Departed is an interesting one for me. I, I wasn't sure that that had stuck around in people's minds either. Mm. Now that's a good shout. Um, but yes, I know what you mean. I'm In many ways, not as good
2: as Infernal Affairs. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, well, Again, Nick, Nick I in, the film. Office,
1: in the office was absolutely apoplectic about this being even on the list, anywhere close to it. <laughs> what, The Departed? <laughs> yeah, he was like, of all the films on here, if he was here right now, he would be going absolutely psycho.
2: I didn't realize he was a, he was a departed hater.
0: How do you feel about psycho? Uh, he's a nonplussed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he was a departed hater either. You learn interesting things. I learned you guys like Forrest Gump, and Nick hates The Departed. It is, I should point out, the Best Jack Nicholson wielding a dildo film (laughs) on that list. Um, (laughs) I don't know if he does one, it does wield one in the shining. I don't know.
2: It's intriguing. The Matrix of 24, that's Mm -hmm. lower
0: than it would usually appear on one of our
2: lists, which is Mm -hmm. quite interesting. Is it because it's aging? It's hard to say. I I, I, I must admit, I'm I'm surprised that wasn't top 10. I'll be be honest. I absolutely expected that to be top 10.
1: What wowed us 18 years ago is still wells. I saw it recently. It's it's
0: wowzers, so good, but then all the others are so bad. So you know, what are you can do? Yeah, Nothing. Um I think we're getting into the, the the sort of realm. We've been here for a while, actually. Uh, largely, this is not debatable that these are stone cold classics of cinema. Uh, that's very very hard. It'd be very hard to put a top one hundred together, list together, and not have a lot of these titles. On. Mm. Um, although,
2: although Guardians, I would argue, more than The Departed <laughs> is more of a controversial one and not because I'm saying it shouldn't be there but because A, it's recent and B, it's it's one of the Marvel movies and that brings in, so Marvel on this list, we've got Avengers, we've got Guardians and we've got Civil War. Mm-hmm. We have three in there yeah, which are, in many ways, the best three. So at least that does kind of pan out. Yeah. There's no Iron Man 3 in there.
0: A lot of people love Iron Man. If you ask Mm. a lot of people, they go, oh, my favorite Marvel movie is Iron Man. It's like, well, you realize they've they've remade Iron Man a couple of times just with different names and they've improved upon it each time. So there are better versions of it out there. Um, But I love Iron Man 3 uh, and I love Winter Soldier as well. I'm kind of surprised Winter Soldier, I don't know if it was tickling the the balls of the top 100, but... I think Civil War took that particular crown. Civil I think, War. Yeah,
2: I think Civil War took that, which is the only Marvel movie, of course, that we've given five stars to. Mm-hmm. So interesting there. But uh, no, I agree with you. I think Iron Man 3, having watched it again recently, is, I think, uh, I mean, it's so far and away the best written of them. And it's loads of fun. It has a very different tone to it. I, I love Iron Man 3. But um, I'm pretty happy with the ones that are on here. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Do the yeah, Marvel so. films split the vote? Is there a thing where you're like, well, I'll put one Marvel film on a list and then they have to choose and since they've got so many to choose from quite possibly they're lower than they possibly might be I'm just trying
2: to wrap my brains for this Um, I as I recall Iron Man split the vote there were lots of Iron Man votes but they were for variously different Iron Man films let me guess
0: nobody voted Iron Man 2 uh, I don't think they got many. Okay, uh,
2: but I think Iron Man and Iron Man Three definitely split the vote. Interestingly, with store, Toy Story, the same thing happened. There were lots of votes across the Toy Story spectrum. Three uh, got quite a few as well. But no one's
1: voting for all three. Yeah, but inter- no one so votes you, for Toy Story Two. So <laughs> well, so this is this is the interesting thing for me for The Godfather that because The Godfather and The Godfather Part Two, I would imagine, would split the vote as well. Yeah, The Godfather places so high, so consistently. That speaks to its greatness.
2: It's a very good point. And I had a big fight with Terry in the office because she wrongly uh, believes that The Godfather Part 2 is better than The Godfather. Um, but uh, uh, yes, uh, you're right. She's correct. And she's in no way correct. In- incorrect. It's no, not even close to being correct. She's, she's right. No. no. <laughs> Someday, and this day may never come, I will call upon you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Yeah, but you're right. And The Godfather Part 2, spoiler, will be in at number 12. So... Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah. Okay. Just ruined that for you.
0: Yeah, I have, haven't you? All right, here we go. Uh, I say we're in the stolen cold classics. I would argue that Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is not deserved to be in this list. Oh, you are wrong on
2: so many levels. Again, a film that is infinitely better than Evil Dead 2.
0: But James, if you re- refer to my earlier argument, no film is better than Evil Dead 2. All right, top 20. Uh, we'll do 20 to 11, and then we'll go through the top 10 as best we can. Uh, number 20... Die Hard. Right, this list is a sham. This list is a disgrace. What the hell is Die Hard doing outside the top one? Uh, 19, (laughs) Jurassic Park. Number 18, Inception. Inception. Uh, Number 17, Fight Club. Number 16, Lord of the Rings. The Return of the King. Uh, And our list appears to definitively settle the argument, which is better, Alien or Aliens? Not in our favour, Jimbo, because number 15, Aliens. Number 14, The Inferior Alien. A message uh, to all our readers, you're all fucking idiots. <laughs> number 13, Blade Runner. Uh, number 12, The Godfather Part 2. And number 11, uh, Back to the Future. Interesting. All right, good, good, good. Another lovely block of films. I would not have Inception on the list either. Uh, you,
1: on what the, is on the top wrong 100. with you? Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Isn't it's his, it's his best movie It is by far his best movie, movie. It is one of the we, best movies We discussed it What his best movie was Well, yes so. In my opinion Inception is a better film because. And I had a discussion With someone recently Where they said Would you ever consider Writing a screenplay And I said no I would not I said why not I said because I didn't Write Inception And in many ways Inception is the perfect screenplay It is genius It is layered It is textured It's the kind of thing That just blows your mind When you look at it And if I can't write Inception I don't want to write anything
0: You realise there are other
2: Movies. There are other better films, but just as a screenplay, as a concept, as an idea, as an, as an execution, there's something about Inception, which is just something to which uh, many things must measure themselves against.
0: How do you know you didn't write Inception?
2: Yes, perhaps I did, and then they, uh, Christopher Nolan just went into my brain and uh, laid the germ that I didn't... That seems unlikely. <laughs> I <laughs> wouldn't be, put I past didn't
0: him. even write the feature. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. Alien above Aliens. What an outrage. This is, this is the big debate, isn't it? This is the one that splits everybody down the middle. I'm not going to lie,
2: when collating the results of this list, <laughs> there was only one almost hand-of-God moment where I thought <laughs>
0: very long and
2: hard about exercising my power and subverting democracy for the greater good. For the greater good. In the, the interest good. of the world at large, I thought I would write this particular wrong, but I didn't. I left it wrong as it is. Um, Alien is a great film. It is one of the greatest horror films ever made, but it is not, it is not worthy to... Uh, Polished the jackboots of aliens.
1: Except James Cameron has since ruined aliens by making it 40 minutes longer. 17 minutes longer. (laughs) (laughs) Feels like 40.
2: Feels like an hour. Um, I'm actually with you on this point. I I do vastly prefer the theatrical cut. You can of still get Aliens the theatrical to, cut though, right? You can get it's, both, it's but like the, the special Wars. edition is the one that Cameron prefers wrongly, uh, and the one that is that is generally seen. Um, and it has great stuff <laughs> in it. The sentry guns are great. There's some lovely establishing shots. There's a bit where they show you, you know, what uh, the details of what happened to Ripley's daughter, which is irrelevant. But the biggest problem with the special edition, and I may have spoken about this at length before, but I'm gonna do it again. Um, is that it destroys the the tension because you see Newton, her family discovering the alien ships, you know exactly what is happening at Hadley's Hope. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know the idea of not knowing, of not having any clue what's happened, I think is really powerful.
1: Except you're watching a film called Aliens. So <laughs> you, have a,
2: yeah. you have a vague idea. It's
1: not a huge leap of
2: logic, but equally they have that they have a they have a fake out followed by a fake out. So you have the bit with the motion trackers where they pick up a signal and they go and it turns out oh look it's a hamster, and you think oh exciting, and then they do it again and it's newt. Whereas in the theatrical cut, the hamster has been cut, again right. Poor back. hamster. Poor hamster.
0: It does have the great Sentry Gun sequence, though. That's yes, really fun.
2: That is a good sequence. It was a shame to lose that particular one, but yes. that's the only thing I would salvage from, from yeah. the special edition.
0: But if you're saying James Cameron has retroactively ruined aliens, then we have to apply the same argument, surely, to Ridley Scott, who has ruined Alien by making Prometheus an alien covenant. <laughs> I can't argue with that.
2: He has lessened it.
0: Although I expect them to both to be placing very highly on the next list. Uh, Prometheus was in the last one, it was
1: on the 301 greatest movies of all time list. Um, Yeah. I think since Alien Covenant, Prometheus seems a much better movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you. uh, We're saying Blade Runner, or the readers are saying Blade Runner is the best Ridley Scott film as well, which is um, an interesting one. Gladiator is also on the list. All right, here we go. Top ten. Number ten.
1: The Lord of the Rings. The Fellowship of the Ring. Clearly the best Lord of the Rings. I'm happy it's there.
2: I've come around to this. I always used to say The Two Towers was the best you contrarian uh, mother. No, but
1: partly because that it's, it's all easy.
2: action. There's no filler. There's no there's no epilogue. There's no prologue to it. It's just all action. No, wow, no, they walk. go walking with those
1: trees for ages. <laughs> okay,
2: yes, there's that's the intermission. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sorry. my god! Um, yeah, it looks like we planned that. Now <laughs> oh it god. looks like we
1: planned it and we didn't plan <laughs> it. And I've just like walked into this.
2: You did. Um, Treasy does it, indeed. Um, yeah, I uh, I I I I now concede that uh, the fellowship is in fact the best.
0: You know me, I'm not a huge fan of these movies. You're mental. But this is the best one. Mm. Is it the 10th greatest movie of all time? New. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it is the best one. It has the best character arcs. It actually has people you care about dying or in peril. It has, you know, Ian McKellen as Gandalf the Grey, which is the better version of Gandalf. Uh, it has good action sequences. It has those little funny fellas with the, with the feet running around. What are their names? Anyway, it's all good. Uh, number nine. Star Wars Episode four A New Hope. Oh yes. <laughs> That's your comment. Oh yes.
2: Love me some Star Wars. I uh, that is my favourite of the Star Wars films. Yeah, mine too. I, I will take that over really? Back. Yeah. Yes. I'm in a room with
0: I don't know, what was that Forrest Gump loving New Hope. <laughs> All right. No, it's very, very good. It's very, very good. Uh number eight. Jaws. Oh yes. Indeed.
2: Jaws. Love it. Mm-hmm. In fact, for a number of people at Empire, that's, I believe, the number one film. Really? Who? It was Ian Freer's favourite film. Mm-hmm. He's beat Mark Dinning, formerly of this parish, was his favourite film. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, quite a few.
0: Yeah, it is great. It is amazing. It is peerless. <laughs> it is peerless, which is why it's number eight. Number seven, it's another Spielberg. It's Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Have they dropped that title now? Yes. Is it just now officially well, once again? We had this discussion in the office because
2: technically that's what it has been... Ret- Retcon to be but that's not the name of the bastard film so I refuse to allow it to uh, to be called that uh, cause Hang on which way are you going? Thing. Sorry, It's I've just got... Raiders of the Lost Ark it's Raiders of the Lost Ark but then by that rationale Star Wars
1: Episode 4 A New Hope should just be called fucking Star Wars No but Raiders of the Lost Ark appears on the screen Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark never appears on the screen at the start of the movie right but now Star Wars Episode 4 A New Hope does mm. appear on the screen on the crawl He's right okay. He is You are <laughs> Where's
2: *Lethal Weapon 2* in this list? <laughs> That's right. We never mentioned last time we came into this booth that Patsy Kensit was walking
0: out as we came in. That is right. Mm. Uh, only I recognised her. That's right. As well, uh, she was in here recording something. I was like, "Is that Patsy Kensett? And then she, as she, she left and we walked in, she said hello to us in a in a way as if you say, "Oh, just a very nice thing to say, Patsy Kensit." And all I could think of was *Lethal Weapon 2*. You just wanted to go diplomatic immunity, diplomatic immunity. Uh, right, number six, *Goodfellas*. Uh, unsurprising.
2: Goodfellas is is always in the top ten. Normally in the top five, actually. He said with absolutely no evidence about that. Up, <laughs> I reckon it's probably always in the top five. Um,
0: let's see where it was last time. All right. Yeah. Highest placing. Scorsese. Uh, was the next highest placing The Departed. Oh, The Departed above Taxi. Number five, Pulp Fiction. Remember when I said there was nothing new in on this list to get your blood pressure up? <laughs> Slowly but surely my blood pressure is rising. Uh, number five, Pulp Fiction. You surely must have no objection to Pulp Fiction at number five. I've got no objections to Pulp Fiction, but I've got objections to The Departed being seen as a better Scorsese yeah. movie than Taxi Driver. I am with you on that. I think well, we all know it should be Kundan.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's a number of Scorsese films that The Departed is not better than, that it's placed higher than. Yeah. I mean, just name one. All of them. Well, the, apart the, from the one about the boy at the train station.
0: Uh, Hugo,
1: yeah. Best Scorsese film for me is King of Comedy. What's yours, Johnny? Well, boringly Goodfellas, sorry. Goodfellas. But let's say something else, just Mean Streets, because that's not on the list. That's fine. Good choice, Jimbo. Kingdom. we've already discussed this. <laughs> All but right, Pulp, F- Fiction, Pulp
2: Fiction, without doubt, by Leagues, the best Tarantino film. That is not true. It
0: absolutely is true. That is not true. What is your favourite then, you country creature? I'm not contrary, I just recognise greatness when I see it, and his greatest film remains, Reservoir Dogs. But I've Pulp Fiction is is very, very good, and deserves to be in the list. Reservoir Dogs is definitely his second best. Uh... Um, Kill Bill, volume one. See,
2: I'll be honest, I think it's Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, and then his other films in that kind of order, but they're so far behind those two that it doesn't really matter what, what? order you put them in. Uh, I, I'm it's not saying I think they're bad but I think those two films are so superior to his others they are so much better and uh, yeah <laughs> and, 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 and that's and, the end and, and, and uh, that's
0: that's my point <laughs> the defence rests your honour uh, <laughs> Pulp, <Fiction, laughs> Pulp Fiction number five uh, number four uh, this is still the number one film of all time on the IMDb I wonder I don't know maybe I'll look it up maybe I won't who knows The Shawshank Redemption
2: yes yes which has been at number one before it has. Uh, and we got, uh, did we get Frank Darabont to do a whole thing for us when we did that? We it?
0: did. Yeah. I we think. did. I don't, uh, can't remember what year it was. I think time. it might have been 2005, 2006. Yeah, so it was the one we did,
2: like it was, the two, was it the 201, issue 201? Issue 201,
0: issue yeah. Issue 201. Yes. Yeah. The two, um, where we did the 201 greatest films of all time uh, and Shawshank Redemption was number one and Frank Darabont was very, very happy and the last time I saw him he had the, uh, the, the, magazine framed the, the pull out the, oh, uh, in his office which was very nice uh, I mean, maybe he just put it up because he knew I was coming around and he just <laughs> and some of the total film was coming around he'd bang up layers as yeah, well probably. You know. well either way he needs to take it down now because
1: it's no longer anymore. No <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: it is up. burn it burn it Frank burn every copy of Empire it's um, a fucking good film though isn't it I, I love this film this remains one of the films, a few films I've seen twice in one day uh, it, it, uh, I watched it for the very first time and I uh, was was i living with my parents or staying with my parents during a, a university summer and i rushed downstairs and i went you have to see this film and we watched it immediately uh again it is it's an extraordinary achievement and uh amazing for a first-time filmmaker as well to make something this accomplished
1: I have, have a, I have a very similar experience I, I bought it on vhs it was like 4.99 in um as not long after it came out either and I, we watched it three times that day.
0: Wow! Three and times. I had the
1: same experience. That I watched it on my own and was like, just said, "But you've got to watch this film. You've got to watch it. It's incredible." And it it is incredible. It's 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 really in my top five. We just didn't read did it top fives. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't put it in because I was like, <laughs> other people other people have that graphic created for them. And because we're all doing, uh, we're all, we're getting our f- five favorite films on an Empire uh, cover to yeah. share on, online um, and I'd say well I don't need a short shank one so I'll get something else put on there but it really should be it's it's just a wonderful wonderful movie I've never watched it three times in one day
2: I did once watch Army of Darkness the best Evil Dead movie four times in one day at university I could not tell you why I could not tell you why but I did anyway i no, no mates probably uh, yeah, probably it was with people <laughs> it was with other people in my house I think because every time someone else came home I'm like oh you've got to watch this and I put it on again
0: what's the most times you watched a film in one day
2: it will either be, that army of darkness has got to be out there. Star Wars, I think, I've, I've seen Star Wars multiple times in a day, multiple times. Because when I was a kid, it was the only VHS tape I had. So I literally didn't have anything else. And so, you know, your mum goes out, you've got nothing to do. So you would watch Star Wars again and again and again, because no one likes to play in the garden. <laughs> this
0: this may explain a lot about me. <laughs> I don't know if you're joining the dots there. This may explain a lot about me. Yeah, Mine is a tie between Commando... Yes. And The Care Bears Movie. That's not right. Both six times.
2: Very similar films.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, we films. are all big fans of The Shawshank Love Redemption. The Shawshank Redemption. Uh, number three, the highest uh, new entry, I guess, or the most recent film, he said, uh, on the list. Number three, The Dark Knight. Interestingly, this was number three last time as well. So it's holding steady. It is
2: holding steady at number three.
0: It's an amazing film. It's on my, probably in my top five, maybe my, maybe drop it down a couple of places now to my top ten comic book movies of all time. It is an astonishing piece of filmmaking. Uh, I absolutely love it. It's aces. It is ace. I yeah. still prefer Inception, but it is ace. I also prefer The Prestige, but it is good. <laughs> all right, number two. Star Wars Episode Five, The Empire Strikes Back. Did that drop down a place was that number one last time It was number, number one, one, last, number one last, time. last time yes so dropping down um so it's 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 become rubbish No. in the eyes of the readers they hate it they yeah. want it, they want to burn every copy they love it less yeah the greatest Star Wars movie
2: I wonder whether the return of Star Wars hasn't uh detracted from the Star Wars vote somewhat what. I think when Star Wars had finished, when Star Wars was a thing of the past, an artifact, I think people look at it with more reverence. They think, oh, Star Wars love Star Wars. Now that Star Wars is back, it doesn't perhaps feel quite as uh, special or iconic in the same way. What do you think?
1: Well, It's, it's still two. Well,
2: yeah, I know that. <laughs> and actually, I you, off you, the top of my head, I don't know what the difference in votes was between was one ask. and two. Yeah. Um, I can probably look it up. I've got my laptop in my bag.
0: No, um, it takes far too much time. Just but, make it up. Uh, it was close it was very
2: close it was, I mean it was it was close definitely close cigarette papers uh, width yes it was oh, it was the narrowest of narrow margins mm. um, but yeah I don't know I, I, I could be completely making this up but I do wonder if Star Wars feels less special because it's back and will continue to be back and now
0: let's be honest isn't going anywhere is it true but then I don't know it might have dropped further down the list had to been the case Maybe. But maybe maybe you're right. Maybe people did vote for Rogue One, and Force Awakens, and, and maybe those films will supplant these films, the old films, the original trilogy, in the, in the consciousness of people and the affections of people uh, as time goes by. Only in the affections of morons. How close did any of the prequels come to get on the list? Oh, absolutely
2: nowhere. Like b- Both Rogue One and Fourth Aw- Force Awakens were significantly higher than any of the prequels.
1: But all, all eight Star Wars films were voted for. Yes. So someone voted for Phantom yes. Menace. And someone someone in our Menace. office
2: voted for Phantom Menace in the top ten.
0: Not me. I'm not going to out that particular person. Not me. If I, well, She'll be sharing her cover. Yes, she'll be outing herself on yeah, Twitter. Absolutely. Number um, one. The Godfather. <laughs> what do we make of that? We talked about it a little bit already. It it's is an amazing uh, film. It is the second best Godfather film.
2: And (laughs) the prequel to The Freshman. So,
0: you know, that's good. Um,
2: Yeah, I mean, it's great, isn't it? Love it. I mean, I love this. I love the second one, which isn't as good. I even love the third one, and Terry also does. I don't think it's in the same league as the first two, but it's a perfectly serviceable film in its own right. Gets a lot of hate, Godfather Part 3 does. Unwarranted, I'm saying. If only because it has the phrase Internationale Immobiliari in it. And I like saying that. (laughs) Johnny? I
1: mean, it's hard to argue with The Godfather, isn't it? I mean...
2: Well, well, yeah, in, if, in so he, many ways.
1: Yeah, if he, if you do, he'll cut off a horse's head and stick it in your bed. I mean, it's I think it's it tough. is I think it is the best of the Godfather films. I think it's uh I don't know why you disagree with that. Brando, it's
2: all about Brando. Without without Brando, it's it's just not as
0: good the the, the films are the story of Michael Corleone, not <laughs> Uh, so you Don say, Corley, you're anyway. one
2: of these people who think Star Wars is all about Anakin's arc, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Which is why I'm so
0: furious that Attack of the Clones wasn't on the list. I mean, that is the definitive Star Wars film. I give it five stars. Um, no, uh, Godfather 2 is a deeper... It, I'm not denigrating The Godfather in any way. It's an amazing film. It's a five-star film. Uh, it has incredible performances, but The Godfather 2 is a deeper and richer movie. Uh, and Michael's descent into hell is a is a more involving watch for me. And for, yeah, as, the thing about The Godfather is, as it kicks into gear, Sonny is the more flamboyant character that catches your eye. But the minute he's Swiss-cheesed, Michael steps up and takes the, the plate, and he is a more compelling character for me, certainly. So uh, that's why I wa- enjoy watching his story. And also, the, you know, the cross-cutting, that that never really been done before, and it's so influential. You talk to so many people who make sequels, and they will always cite The Godfather 2 as uh, even probably You're just Jamie even, Kennedy you're just quoting Jamie Kennedy no, Even the makers of Juice Bigelow, European Gigalow would probably
1: have uh, wanted to model it on Godfather 2
2: You broke my heart Fredo
1: <laughs> I mean this is the thing we're splitting hairs right they're both five star yeah. absolute stone cold classics I'm not taking signs against the family <laughs> Do you not find watching the Godfather 2 when the a De Niro scene ends and you come back to the, I'm going to call it the present day which is incorrect but uh, you go back to, to Michael yeah. you're like oh, I wish I was back No hmm. the Michael stuff's great It's not though is it it is. No,
0: it's... It, I mean, okay, thing, relatively I speaking, it's it great, but it's it not great. as
2: compelling as the veto stuff.
0: I thought I liked you guys. <laughs> and then I came into this podcast and you revealed things to me over the course of the, the last hour that have uh, frankly rocked me to my core. Forrest come for number one. Forrest come for number one. Uh, you're an Evil Dead 2 hater. You don't... You think Star Wars is the best Star Wars film. Uh, and now this unprovoked assault of Michael Corleone, uh, which is... I don't know. Brave, given the man's drug record, but there you go. Hoo-ah. Right. Okay. That is it for this very, very special uh, podcast dedicated to our 100 Greatest Movies uh, poll, uh, as uh, once again, if you want to read the poll, you want to read this incredible feature where we have how many directors? 30 directors? Something like that. Some amazing directors contributing their top 10 lists. In some cases, their top 40 lists. In some cases, they wrote mini-essays about the movies that they love. Uh, then pick up the new issue of Empire, which is on sale right now. All good and evil news agents, and digitally as well, priced £4.70. You can't say fair than that. Uh, our next special podcast will be dedicated to... Edgar Wright's Baby Driver we've got a spoiler special for that coming out at the end of June beginning of July so keep your ears peeled for that also do listen to our Mummy and Wonder Woman spoiler specials which are available for you to listen to right now as well the regular podcast is out every Friday if you don't already listen to that or subscribe then please do so we would love to have you on board uh, in the meantime that's it from us it's goodbye from Johnny goodbye it's goodbye from James none's on the run was robbed <laughs> very very quickly Then your top fives go on what was yours?
1: Uh, that I my real one, or the one I uh, told the, everyone the, the covers. The, the yeah, um, feel the dreams, uh-huh. stand by me, it's a wonderful live, Casablanca, Back to the Future, not in that order. All right, okay, Aliens, uh huh, Leon
2: five times, <laughs> Predator, uh-huh. Interview with the Vampire, and Nuns on the Run. Okay, which was a, a comedy response. Admittedly, so he, it yeah. was a comedy response. I do not believe that this is the fifth greatest film of all time. Although Robbie Coltrane looks exceptionally in a wimple. He really does. Uh,
0: my top five, which which has already changed, uh, was Evil Dead 2. That's always there. It's always number one. Then it was Shawshank, Die Hard, The Thing, and Top Secret, uh, which is an amazing comedy. Uh, right, that is it. That's a goodbye from uh, uh, Johnny. Goodbye from Jimbo. Goodbye from me. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Chris Hewitt. Goodbye.